Welcome to the Whips and Chains podcast, episode one, Introductions. I'm your hostess, Stephanie Douglas. Well, I'd like to start out by thanking you for uh, taking your time uh, to listen to me ramble on uh, incessantly. Um, I may sound a little nervous. I might ramble, as I just said, but uh, I might even repeat myself. But I have been told it'll get better with time, so let's hope that happens sooner rather than later. Uh, Let's start with the personal introductions. As I said, my name is Stephanie Douglas, and I'm an author. Uh, I've been in the business for 10 years, but I didn't start out wanting to write. um, I'm not like everybody else who's been writing and who says that they've wanted to write since they could hold a pencil. You know, um, I did write in the past, but uh, it wasn't anything like it wasn't a passion it wasn't something that I wanted to do with my life um I graduated high school actually with the aspirations of becoming a film director I quickly learned in film school that I wasn't very good at it um I actually really suck but um I fell back on writing and I just fell in love with it it just it's what I was what I feel that I'm meant to do so being that I had gone to film school And even before that, in high school, I had experience with writing scripts. Um, But scripts are just the bare bones, and uh, that's just enough for the actor to do their thing with, um, to work with, and uh, they embellish it. But I wanted to try my hand at description, so I wrote my first novel, Von Draven, in the summer of 2008. Uh, But by the time I graduated film school at the end of September, I knew that I wanted to write. And I also had a full-length novel. Now, this isn't typical. Um, like, in Stephen King's On Writing, he says that it should take three months to write your first novel. So, I guess I'm on par with that. But it can take years, or it can take weeks. Or, again, if you're Stephen King, it will take you a couple of days. Or if you have a manic episode and lots of tea. I may be speaking from experience. Um, so, anyways... Uh, I'll be the first to admit that uh, the writing was very poor and uh, I actually have no plans to release it. Um, I didn't know how to tell a story properly, though the concept itself is excellent. Uh, It's just the quality of writing that I find questionable. I guess because, again, I didn't know how to tell a story. Um, Even though I went to film school, so you'd think I would have understood at least visually telling the story. But um, we all start somewhere. So let's uh, quickly hop over to my second novel, Out of My Grave, which I guess was a, an improvement, and I felt confident enough to self-publish it in the fall of 2010 under my pen name of Stephanie O'Hanlon, which is what I wrote under for the majority of my uh, 10 years in the business. But um, this was before Kindle Direct Publishing, so it cost a lot of money. Uh, I believe it cost me almost $2,500 Canadian. Um, And uh, I made the fatal mistake of not having an editor. I actually had friends message me on Facebook saying that there were mistakes in my book once it um, came out, when it went live. I tried to do everything myself. I tried to cut corners and costs and reevaluating. I know what I should have done, but um, uh, I don't look back on it fondly. Uh, But again, you learn from these things. So, Maybe I'll do like a what if, like what I should have done in another episode. Um, Let's jump ahead again to the fall of 2012. 
Um, I signed with my first indie publisher. They took me under their wing and they just really taught me about writing and being an author, being in the business. Um, because you do have to treat it like a business. It's, don't treat it like a hobby if you want to make this your career. That's what Laurel K. Hamilton even has said. Like, she's one of my favorite authors. And she says, you know, don't treat it like a hobby. It's your work. And then your work will work for you. That's basically what it is. Um, overnight successes, they just don't happen. Um, well, they, they do. But not to everybody. And definitely not all the time. I mean, if you look at... Um, E.L. James and her BDSM series, Fifty Shades of Grey, um, it, it took like nine months or something like that for her, after her being self-published, for it to be picked up and then republished. So I'm just going by like what I've read off of Wikipedia, so don't quote me. But, um, you know, it takes time, you know. Uh, so in the winter of 2015, I actually decided to go under a pen name and I tried my hand at erotica, writing under Annabelle Allen, but actually the name wasn't Annabelle Allen to begin with. It was Esmeray Delamore, uh, and Wildfire was actually titled Licking the Flames. Um, both were deemed too sexy by my future indie press publisher, Accent Press. So it got retitled Wildfire, and uh, I went under Annabelle Allen, and... Um, that's kind of the history behind that. Uh, but, you know, while Wildfire, it gets, you know, good recognition, I would say. Well, it used to. But um, the rest of the Smoke Chaser series, actually, with it, made the top five on the UK erotic romance charts. But, you know, going back to Stephanie O'Hanlon, those works just weren't selling. And uh, upon the decision of my original indie publisher, who I had been with for five years, they decided to close. So I decided to drop the pen name of Stephanie O'Hanlon, and I rebranded about a year ago under Stephanie Douglas, which is my birth name. So um, you'd think that after self-publishing turned out to be so terrible that I would have stayed away from it but I don't learn my lesson and uh, I now have two self-published Kindle Direct Publishing titles uh, the first is The Beast of Bradley Downs and the second is Summoned A Battle, Battle With Darkness they're both under Stephanie Douglas uh, then uh, I think it was two years ago I wrote Edge Play and obviously that's an Annabelle Allen work because it's uh, erotica and um, I found a home last year for it with Black Velvet Seductions, who I just, uh, they're just amazing. I can't speak highly of them enough. Um, they treat you like a family and they really support you. And I think that's what I needed in the beginning, but I didn't know how to go about it, you know? So I'm hoping that this podcast will help other writers to sort of not do what I did. So, um, again, with the self-publishing, I decided to take the leap, and I published R.M. Draven's The Raven series um, as well. Uh, so, as of right now, um, for my um, schedule, which I have beside me here, I have um, The Beast of Badly Downs has a sequel. It'll be written this May by Stephanie Douglas. Uh, Annabelle Allen will be releasing Hard Limits with Black Velvet Seductions this year. 
And um, RM Draven will be releasing the third book in the Raven series uh, on KDP in April. Um, I also have the fourth novel planned and the fifth novel planned to come out this year as well. They're already pre-written. So um, we'll see how that goes because I have to buy cover art and get them edited. So again, there'll be other episodes where I can explain my process with that, as well as writing horror, writing erotica, writing paranormal romance, um, as well as like, you know, where my pen names are now and where they're going to be in the future. Uh, there's also the question of, will I make another pen name? Probably, uh, for the, my historical romance pieces. Um, but I'll do an episode on that as well. So, um, I chose the independent publishing route as well as self-publishing, but one could take the traditional publishing route. Um, I only have advice in that corner for writing queries, finding an agent to query, and what to expect from rejection. Um, I have gotten quite a bit of rejection, but it's always because I have bad timing, and I always write a novel that's too long. So um, we'll go over that as well. Um, the fact that you need an agent to get traditionally published with one of the big name publishers. They don't take unsolicited manuscripts. So, um, you know, we're going to go into it on a different topic on a different episode. But, uh, you know, why I went with indie and self-publishing as opposed to traditional publishing which has actually always been my goal, but uh, there's always mitigating circumstances. Um, so there's more to my journey, but uh, I want to keep this episode to a, about 15 minutes, and it's just sort of why I'm here, what to expect. Um, maybe we should actually, this is the second half of this podcast, is um, the podcast itself. I was actually inspired by my friend Danielle. Uh, she has a podcast of her own on paganism and witchcraft. I will have a link for it, and uh, I'll link that for you just in case you're interested in that yourself. But um, I decided that uh, since I have a plethora of information on writing and what not to do in my 10 plus years, that it would be helpful and probably just fun to try to reach out to others and kind of give a helping hand. Um, I plan on having more episodes on the process of getting your book published, as well as researching it, writing it, editing it, you know, if you choose to, to query it, um, go into depth about my process and what works for me. But then again, what works for me might not work for you. Um, like, you know, I go more with like what Anne Rice says, which is like, you know, you do you and just as long as the book gets written. But um, there's a lot of people who go with Stephen King and think that you have to have rules and guidelines. And I think it's just helpful to talk about um, what we do and how we do it. So let's go into uh, why the title Whips and Chains. Number one, because it's awesome. And number two, because uh, Whips, W-I-P-S, stands for Works in Progress. And that's every, most authors, I, I want to say every author, but most authors know about, you know, works in progress. Um, so that'll cover the writing aspect. And the chains is actually because, you know, it sounds good with whips, but um, also I just kind of want to cover more about BDSM in literature, as well as, you know, sex positivity and being inclusive in your genre, because you know, more and more agencies are looking for LGBTQ stories as well as people of color. So they want more people represented 
in literature because honestly it's 2020 we should be doing that now you know and you know if you have a really good story that's got a bisexual character in it or even a non-binary character or you know anything like that or a person of color even or all three then you know you're kind of guaranteed to get an agent these days because that's what they want to see that's what everybody wants to see they want things to be inclusive um but i could go on for that for hours but um anyways i i'll have guests hopefully and uh co-hosts and uh, just good times you know because uh that's what i want out of this but um right now each season will be six episodes at 45 minutes each excluding this one uh, i'll post weekly on fridays but there will be a short hiatus between the first six and the next six episodes. Um, but you will be able to go on the Facebook page and Twitter to uh, know when those are going to go live, to know my schedule. And you'll be able to give topic ideas, questions, anything you want to say. I just hope that you would be nice because <laughs> I'm new to this and... Uh, I don't have thick skin. Um, I actually kind of sensitive. So if you could just, you know, keep it nice <laughs> and polite, that would be good. But uh, I'd love to hear from you, though. Um, so I want to keep this short and say thank you again for taking the time to listen. Hopefully you enjoyed and want to hear more. So tune in next week for episode two, which is kind of where to start, like um, with research and your work in progress and schedules, because I kind of have a like a belief that schedules are where it's at when you're writing, because that's what work for, works for me. But again, what works for me might not work for you. Um, that'll be a 45 minute episode. And uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. I'll uh, see you next week.